0: We are live and in color. This is Champ Franklin and we intimate discoveries, unveiling connections. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you everyone for the love. We appreciate you. I have one of my greatest friends, a guest who has been on this journey. towards intimacy. And when we met, um, she had her perspective and how we came about was um, through a mutual friend. And as soon as she heard me speaking, she was like, I need to know that guy. And from there, it was love at first sight. (laughs) Or first conversation. And we've been we've been just having a great time being friends Um, really helping each other, um, with our platforms, with our message. She's doing great things down in Florida and all over the world. Um, has one of the top podcasts, um, on Spotify. Um, and is continuing to do great things all over the world, making lives present, making people, um, understand their, their human experience. And without further ado, I bring on to you. Rachel! Ow! Are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Hello. Franklin, can you hear me? Can I hear you? Can we hear you? Can you hear me? It says that you are connected. Unmute your mic. There we go. You are muted. Now come on, talk to me. Uh (laughs) uh-oh yeah i hear you i hear you talk it up a little bit more come on oh i need to be louder no i hear you i hear you in there but you're you're faint oh you hear me but i'm faint. okay uh how about now um you are low. low let me see if there's a way i can turn up my volume here all the way up huh Well, why don't you do this here? Uh, come on, um, Facebook. You, you are you. Can you go Facebook Live? Because I hear you. Hold on. Let me see. Um, unmute. Um, I'm trying to see why your audio is coming in um, so low. Say it again. Hold on, let me see volume. Keep going, let me see. Let me hear you. Say something. Okay. Okay. Up. What's up? I hear you. I hear you, Rachel. But you're coming in low, right? Um, I don't know. Oh, so why don't you do this here? Can you come in on Facebook Live? You Can? You... On Facebook. Yeah, you on... I'm on Facebook right now. You are. Let me see here. Let me see here. Um, find a friend. Rachel. R-H. Rachel Hunter, invite. I just sent you the invitation. Come on. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. You just sent me the request. Where are you? I got two people on. Viewers. Uh-oh, there you go. Um, I don't see the invitation. I don't see you on there. Oh, Lord, pray for me, Father. Where are you? I, I, you, you on Facebook? Huh? You, you on Facebook? Go to my what? Your, your, your notifications on Facebook. Okay, notifications. Let me see here notifications um, notifications um, I can't see are you on it right now yes okay let me see if I see you now share broadcast share live broadcast with friends Alright, so that's it right there. But I don't see you on here. um, There you go. Hey. There we go. Bring. There you go. Here you come. Bring in the videos. Send invite. There you go. I just sent you the invite. Adding Rachel. Uh, uh, it's
1: her. It's her.
0: And look, you know what? You just came in loud. It's loud. No, you're good. No, you're good to go now. You you came off of there. You good to go. Perfect. You know what? You came in so loud and clear now. Rachel. Hey. Whatever you did, you came in clearer there. Oh my gosh. Oh, let me unmute you. Hey. Rachel.
1: Yeah one, second. yeah one second
0: oh no no stay there stay there you're good you're good now you're good you're absolutely good now oh it's absolutely perfect absolutely perfect okay. yes okay. oh my gosh thank you for joining the show today rachel how are you um, can you hear me yes i can hear you loud and clear really yes
1: I think there's a delay still.
0: No, if you are on, you have your Facebook Live up, right? Take your Facebook Live off, right? Cut that out.
1: No more Facebook Live.
0: No, no more Facebook Live. No.
1: Okay. And I'm on the Podbean.
0: You're on the Podbean, and I hear you absolutely okay.
1: perfect. So we're so we're not doing Facebook Live. We're just doing no. Podbean
0: podbean and so when you hear i can hear you and you are coming in loud and clear yes absolutely thank you so much yes so introduce yourself tell me about you what's going on (laughs) nice
1: uh, thank you for having me on here franklin i feel so out of sorts that i i'm being interviewed and i'm not doing the interviewing
0: (laughs) no you've been interviewed yes absolutely so, what's, what's been new with you? Go ahead. I'm listening.
1: What's been new with me? Honestly, I've done a lot more self care and going slower. I, I'm walking every day, I'm doing yoga daily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing a lot of skincare and reading out of an actual book, not like an audiobook.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's really nice.
0: <laughs> right. You, you know, as I was coming home and preparing for this podcast, I felt like um, like David Letterman, um, as his show was ending and all of his friends were coming there to support him. Do you remember that? Are you a remember? long yeah. time ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah. But anyhow... Um, it, it just, I just feel it just feels good to have a friend like you to come on and support the broadcast, um, and share your experience. And um, where we, you and I um, came together, and we started talking about um, intimacy, and 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 I, you learned a lot over the over the course of our time.
1: I guess it's been almost a year, hasn't it, Franklin?
0: It has been almost a year, and mm-hmm. over, over a year now. Absolutely and so um so when when you you and I first met um, your journey on from intimacy, I know um, how is that how is how how has our relationship transformed your perspective?
1: Mm. To be quite honest Franklin, I don't even remember who she was
0: and
1: mm. I don't even remember the conversations that I was having. I don't remember the struggles that I thought that I might have had at that time. I just know who I am now. And it feels really damn good.
0: It feels really good. Really damn good. All right. So tell us how you feel now coming into this new awakening of intimacy. And so for our listeners, our definition um, of intimacy is that intimacy is a level of commitment positive, affective, cognitive, and physical closeness that one experiences with a partner in a reciprocal relationship. And so, um, and there are four major components of intimacy, which which includes cognitive, cognitive intimacy, which is just exchanging thoughts one with another in a reciprocal relationship. And then there is um, emotional intimacy, which is... um, rooted in self-disclosure and just sharing feelings and emotions with a person, um, with a partner in a reciprocal relationship. And then there is sexual intimacy, which is choosing to share one's body in a form of touch, um, affection and sexual activities. And then there's spiritual intimacy, which is rooted in, um, morality and religion and things of that nature so when we delivered that and and i remember when you and i were talking and i and i share with you i say um that intimacy is a level of commitment and then I, i i i said to you i said um rachel the person has to be committed to helping you to feel safe and when you understood that there was no more you had no more arguing there's no more raising of the voice um, how, is the, how, how are you now in your quest for love and relationships?
1: <laughs> That's exciting.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And I feel more powerful mm-hmm. knowing that no matter what I decide to experience, it is being fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the spectrum here, Franklin, everything that could ever fulfill me is guaranteed now that I know more about cultivating a committed level of intimacy.
0: Wow. Wow. Um, so so you so what you're saying now that you have this this revelation that intimacy is a, is a commitment. And that you, once you and this person um, identifies that we're in an intimate relationship, that that person is going to reciprocate, um, that's going to be committed to reciprocity Mm -hmm. and helping you to experience fulfillment on the cognitive, emotional, sexual, and spiritual level. Is that what I'm hearing?
1: Yeah, I guess so. And,
0: and so if we looked at um, so when you when you look out um, in your audience and what kind of um, challenges are you seeing in the modern age right now, um, the difficulties that some women have with reaching the apex of where you are.
1: Mm. That's a great question. Well, if we're looking at it from the human perspective, I feel and let's look at the you know the feminine, the feminine mm-hmm. human perspective. There's a large group of females that believe they have to sacrifice emotional intimacy to fulfill the sexual intimacy portion because the man is unwilling to fulfill the emotional intimacy. Mm. And that leads to resentment and bitterness and going out of your way to do something that you wouldn't normally do just because you feel like you have to in order to have that relationship. But it's not the relationship that the woman is craving, it's the closeness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The desire to feel close to somebody. And it's not just emotional closeness or a physical closeness, it's just having this all-encompassing feeling of like, hey, I'm being seen right now on all levels without fear of judgment, no matter what. And so is my partner. Mm-hmm. That's what we're looking for.
0: So how does that, and that's, thank you for sharing that part is very profound um, because we know in this age of where men are um, not really given permission to feel and, we're in this adversarial position whereas you you know i'm fed i can't trust the woman and you're fed or women are fed you can't trust a man and you got to look for these things and you know you got to throw a red flag or you got to make sure that when you go on a date with this person you make sure you have at least three red flags with you so that you can identify those and throw those red flags. Because if you see a red flag when you throw it, then that's that tells oh, you to get out of there.
1: Franklin. That's so 2023, baby. We're not talking about red flags.
0: <laughs> what we, I, okay? Okay, so I green flags. This is we're talking what about green way flags. Way. Oh my God! Men get yes.
1: right. This is what women get right. We're in 2024. Keep up, baby.
0: Yes, we're getting it right. We're looking for green flags. And-, and
1: I thank you for bringing up the men having permission to feel, and to really tag upon that, the the masculine hasn't been taught about other levels of intimacy, and here you are teaching the masculine about the other levels of intimacy because it simply is not talked about so other than sexual intimacy that's all they believe is intimacy is
0: mm-hmm.
1: even women too
0: yeah some women don't understand intimacy at that level as well and so um when i was studying um clinical sexuality and sex expert doing through the dr rachel institute Um, And I came across Maslow's hierarchy of need. And as I was um, aligning emotion, you know, the different levels of intimacy with Maslow's hierarchy of need, um, I I discovered, which is why we have intimate discoveries. I discovered that the safety need and the emotional need, um, the feeling of loving and belonging is which is aligned with the emotional intimacy that that is the most neglected area in a relationship and we can't unless we have that safe space we can't really have that feeling of loving and belonging together if that makes sense and so at, at the top of that that hierarchy is um, self-actualization which makes it room for creative activities which I put sexual intimacy at the top. And so because we have this need to have sex, but we have this unfulfilled um, um sexual this emotional need um in order for us to at least not appear to have a sexless marriage or a sexless relationship, we have to then skip over the we have to like you were saying, we have to forego the emotional connection. And, and we know what happens when you have unfulfilled emotional sex with someone, right?
1: Well, I know what happens. I can't even get wet whenever I'm not feeling connected to a partner emotionally. And, you know, who wants to be having intimacy sexually with an unwet female? I don't know anybody.
0: Right. And you're absolutely right. <laughs> but you know what? Oftentimes we we we're, we're not value because of the the way sex is sold or portrayed in a, in in the world. Um, it doesn't provide that value to the woman because most of the information that we're we're fed is is one sided, and so to say that um, I, I want to experience a really wet woman for f- extreme pleasure for both of us mm-hmm. um then there there's a process that we both have to go we have to go through and and that process is um helping her to feel safe mm-hmm. and helping him to feel safe and when you experience that level of closeness then we know what happens right mm-hmm. fireworks fire, fireworks and, 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 the, and, and, but the thing is that, you know, I, you know, we, when we talk about, um, you know, when we, you know, men, and you know, where I grew up, men would, you know, talk about how many women that they would, would have. And we call, you know, the body count and all this other stuff. And so the thing, what I, um, started talking to men about is I am like, okay, I know you have, you know, you're having sex with all these women, but how many repeat customers do you have? And <laughs> if you really knew, Ooh. yes, like if, that. <laughs> if, 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 if you really knew what you were doing, how many repeat customers do you really have? Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and that's when, and, and the reason why the, the repeat customers are low um, is because, one, um, we don't have a customer service department where we're able to provide that space, that safe space where the woman can come in and, and, and explain to her how she wants to be treated. So that she can come in and spend more time or more resources or more touching or more um, invigorating experiences um, to this relationship or to this interaction. But I, I, don't, I don't see that happening a lot in relationships where, you know, I, I, and again, I, I go back to me. Um, I heard it, but the value system that that I grew up with, um, didn't support the information that I was hearing. And so it made it difficult for me to be consistent in providing that safe space or that customer service department where, um, where I can actually be interested in her fulfillment. Does that make sense?
1: say more
0: please. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that, um, because, you know, again, a lot men have, you know, well, I, I, I know that for a fact that, um, particularly black men have the highest number of sexual partners of all different men. And, um, and, I, and the reason, one of the reasons that I found is, is that we have those many partners is because of our, in a, because we have this desire to feel connected to someone, but we lack the emotional intelligence to be committed and consistent with one person. And therefore, when we get to that foreign area, we have to then retreat from that relationship because we, we don't know, we don't have an emotional vocabulary and we can't make those emotional connections um, because we don't know what it, what it really means to be connected.
1: Hmm. Got a couple of things that have come up, would you like to hear?
0: Yeah, absolutely, I would love to hear.
1: <laughs> well, to comment on the last thing that you said about um, black men having a higher body count and you feel like it's because you're lacking the emotional intelligence and communication vocabulary
0: to express mm-hmm.
1: in a relationship, you know, what if, I mean, this is just, <laughs> just from the outside looking in, what if it is because of not being able to have repeat customers because you think that you're satisfying the woman all day with your big dick and you just yeah. can't satisfy her in that way because you know you're not doing anything, <laughs>
0: right? You, and you you're, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you you're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, and that's um, so. You
1: just keep going through the women.
0: <laughs> you just keep going through the women, and but you, but you know, again, as I I learned that only six percent of women actually find true pleasure in that.
1: That's right. From penetration alone, we've talked from, about from just
0: before. penetration alone. There's there's you know the, the statistics are out there is you know and it said that um i heard that um it said that only a third of women um, experience an orgasm on a consistent basis yeah, but so when yeah it is so sad however but when men spend an additional 20 minutes of foreplay and interaction with their it goes from a third to 90 percent just spending those additional 20 minutes with her prior to engaging in any type of penetration.
1: Okay. And to be go-, go beyond that, you know, we've talked about the different arousal zones and the different networks that are involved within foreplay. And maybe you can touch on those in just a moment. Personally speaking, for me, Franklin.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A, a brief conversation really goes a long way. So like even leading up to a, an, a sexually intimate situation, even before any type of foreplay, even be- before my nipples are caressed or sucked mm-hmm. or touched or whatever, even before that happens, it's having a conversation and like being, hey, I know this is a real person and they're choosing to take a moment from their day to give a mm-hmm. shit about me.
0: Right, right. And
1: so, there's a lot that goes before even getting to that arousal state before <clears> the bedroom, <throat> before the clothes are off. It happens when the clothes are on.
0: You're absolutely right. And so, as we talk about those 14 arousal zones, one of the biggest, well, the biggest arousal zone that a woman has is her brain. And so, when you're engaging in that conversation, when you're helping her to feel like she's a real person, um, and you care about her interaction and care about her well-being, that does create some level of arousal. How does it feel when when I am listening to you? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Or when you live, when you know, just uh, amen. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know, I know, but but anyway, leave it, leave it there, leave it there, because it's gonna get okay. uh, a man and a woman. No, we'll, but we we'll to skip that one. Yeah, we're, we're gonna skip that one just for the sake Little of
1: skippy skip,
0: skip. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is a lot of fun. It's funny, um, but yeah. I, I just, I just think that. Um So, what would you say to men? um, What do that? What they're missing out on? um, That fulfillment, that true releasing of the femininity.
1: Mm. It's not that men are missing anything. Men are not missing the mark. They're hitting it. They're just not hitting it consistently. Mm-hmm. And with the feminine, safety is about repetition. And you know, going even into the the cognitive levels, yes, repetition. okay, we're getting fed every day. We're drinking water every day. we're we're getting nurtured and nourished every day from sustenance. Mm-hmm. And the emotional intimacy, okay, is it every now and then? Is it something that we can count on? Is it something that we know that we can expect that are you my person when I'm having Mm -hmm. a moment that I can reach out to you that you're going to get me to my best space? Mm Is that you? Because if you're expecting to use KY jelly for the rest of your life, then there's really no need for you to have a woman at all.
0: You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, -hmm. And there is a way in which a woman creates those juices on her own just by you, like you say, being actively engaged with her, right?
1: Well, I'd be really interested to see uh, a a habitual pornography user that's just really used to pleasuring themselves. They're used to... A, a false lubricant because mm-hmm. you know you really can't masturbate without lubrication. I, I mean, I know some people do. I can't personally though. Like I like it wet. Mm-hmm. So I'd be really curious to see like a case study of let's say a man that's been using a an artificial lubricant. And he thinks that when he is with an actual woman that he can continue just using this lubricant. Oh, well, she's getting a little bit dry. So let's use some false lubrication. But in reality, the woman's getting a little bit dry because the man is not fulfilling the committed portion of that intimacy on all four levels.
0: You're, And you're absolutely right. And he's not That person who is, um, I have actually had a client, um, who, um, couldn't experience an orgasm with his woman and she was doing everything that she possibly could to, to get him there, but he couldn't do it. And so what I asked him was, um, I say, when you look at porn, what part of that gets you really going? And then he, he guess, of course he told me, and then I say, so what's, what's happening right now is that you, because you're fast forwarding to that part where the cream pie or whatever happens, because you're fast forwarding to that part, you're missing all of the interaction that happens before that. And so what I suggested was that you have to now don't, you have to train yourself not to. Fast forward to the to the to what you consider to be the good part, and you gotta be able to weather the storm um, so that you can retrain your mind to be engaged in this pre um, climactic period. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And, and so helping him to do that um, really really helped them and like you were saying with this false lubrication you're thinking because you're training your mind you're training your body how to get around Mm -hmm. and 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 self-stimulation without a natural organic experience um can really ruin a person's ability to connect with somebody Have you ever like? No, let's. I don't want to go back in the past. I'm like, I want to (laughs) know
1: what you got. uh, Bring it, bring it on. I'll let you know if I got something for you. (laughs) No, I want.
0: I want to know, like, looking forward, right? Looking at the the dream experience. Um, Mm. what does that look like? Um. In a, in a really true, intimate relationship?
1: Mm, that's a wonderful question, Franklin. Thank you for asking that. And it's something that I've been asking myself a lot lately of what do I want? What do I expect? And what do I know that I'm experiencing with my dream man? Because right now, from my perspective, Franklin, I am somebody's wife. Mm-hmm. I am in a deeply committed relationship that continues to get better and better as it keeps getting better to better and better. And Mm -hmm. it's an expansive experience of knowing that, Hey, I know that as I'm in my best space and my partner is in their best space, like it's literally magic. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And we get to have these experiences together that, you know, maybe I am literally just, wearing a t-shirt and my hair is in a ponytail and maybe i'm just eating like a bowl of fruit and maybe it's not a very sexy picture Mm -hmm. but we could still have amazing sex right then and there and have very fulfilled juices and everything's going on because we had this level of safety Within both of us, no matter mm-hmm. how we're showing up and who we're showing up as, we are still committed to each other.
0: You, you, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I've got more. Let me keep going. Yeah, I want you to bring more. I know you have more. Let's give us more.
1: There's so, or there's always more, and that's the cool thing about intimacy is that even though you get to this safe, intimate space, there's still the potential for more because that's why we're here. We're here to keep having more and more and more.
0: Yes. And so
1: the dream of intimacy and the dream relationship and the dream man, it's all inclusive. And mm-hmm. it is very, like consistent. It's, its you know what to expect, it's consistent. It's, let, let's say for example, like you're raising a child, you're raising a baby we are trained the baby gets trained that when they have a cue or they make a noise or they have something you can know what to expect in return they practice this with with lab rats and science science experience experiments that through certain triggers and suit through certain repetitions you know what to expect Mm -hmm. so in the relationship for me it's like hey i know that I can expect that no matter what, like I can go a week without talking to my man, because maybe he's overseas, and he I can't get into contact with him for whatever reason, I'm not worried. And he's Mm -hmm. not worried that we have this level of understanding with one another that, yes, we're faithful. Yes, we're committed. Yes, we care about each other. And yes, we want each other to be in our best space. And so it's what Am I doing on a regular basis to ensure that my man knows I am his, n- no matter what? And this for him to be.
0: You, mm-hmm. And that's sharing that unique, intimate expression. And like you said, it it keeps getting better and better and better.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and it's it's a it's a beautiful experience that one can have in a reciprocal relationship. There is one very important part that one must possess and experience in order for that relationship to continue to grow and to flourish and experience this this part of euphoria that that is unlimited. And that is vulnerability. How can you lay the, lay the um, space for a man where he could really feel vulnerable and not get weirded out?
1: Mm, that's a great question. I've been practicing this. And so I've got a couple of points to share about it.
0: Okay, I'm listening. Give us a couple points.
1: Well, right away, the vulnerability starts with mirroring. So you can, you can mirror what they're doing. So mm-hmm. listen, anything that a man does that might be vulnerable, opening a door for a woman is kind of vulnerable. Mm-hmm letting the woman go in first and you're just out there waiting in the cold or the heat like that can be a vulnerable experience Mm -hmm. even though it seems simple Mm -hmm. it's still there and it's acknowledging and saying thank you i see you i see that you did that thank you and continuing to choose and acknowledging those small things for the man and helping them to say, or helping them to see that, Hey, okay. She notices me doing these things for her. She's being grateful. And I've been using a lot lately outside of just a masculine relationship, even with new friendships with girlfriends saying, is there anything you'd like to share? Mm. That's highly effective Franklin. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you'd like to share Yeah, and holding space for that conversation, whether it's with a man or about vulnerability or not. And also it's, it's showing you're leading the way with vulnerability and maybe you can open up about something as the feminine of something that you might be a little bit nervous about or scared about, or, you know, maybe something happened and you, aren't comfortable sharing about it yet but you're mm-hmm. it, you're acknowledging it.
0: Yes. Um Rachel, um you literally brought me to tears um talking about being vulnerable with just um someone opening the door for you, right? And um And you're opening the door for him, or I'm opening the door for a woman, and they're, at that moment, they're mirroring their vulnerability um, and saying, thank you. you know, I really appreciate you doing that. Come in, let me give you a hug, or let me kiss you, or whatever. And to have that reciprocity, oh my gosh, it, it, to, it, w- it would be the most sensational feeling. Um, I, I'm just now imagining opening the door for this woman who I'm going out with and being with. And she just, again, shares what that feeling created in her just by me being genuine and opening the door for her. Oh my god, it, it just it just it just touched my heart. Just to have that mirrored. And it's and, so
1: and, simple.
0: It's so mm-hmm. simple. But how many of us take advantage of those simple moments?
1: Exactly. Exactly. One thing like as I've been dating, I gratitude has been the biggest enjoyment for me on a date and just being mm-hmm. so thankful like you know for a woman to truly be in her feminine and allow the receiving and to really lean back and be in her best space it does take a man that is extremely vulnerable and also strong and powerful that to take on everything that the woman is releasing so when the woman is in her feminine she's literally saying hey take care of all of this for me my big strong man And in the reward, the feminine, you're going to get showered with love and affection and kisses. You're going to get showered with beautiful blowjobs and whatever it is. Like that is the reciprocation that comes from the femininity because as we are releasing that receiving and allowing Mm -hmm. the receiving and going, taking our masculine and saying, hey, I'm going to put my masculine over here because you are the masculine. I don't need my masculine because you are are taking care of that for me.
0: Right. And it it I I can see the beauty in that recept- in that relationship. And having a woman who is 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 grateful um and not to the point where it's like, well, I don't need you to do that. I can pay for somebody to do this. Um, but really showing a sense of gratitude that he's making effort for you. He could be any other place, but he's trying to get it right with you for this moment. Um, it it, it really can go a long way. Yeah. And and there you say that there is more in there. let's what else do you have in there, um, Rachel? Do
1: I? I don't know if I have anything else. Um, I'm just like imagining, you know, an intimate situation with a man and what would really help me to feel comfortable and safe and open up because I honestly believe that there are so many women that are unfulfilled sexually because they don't feel safe opening up about maybe a sexual desire or a fantasy Mm -hmm. or a preference. And whenever a man can put me in my true feminine and allow me to just relax and rest and not make decisions because I'm making decisions all goddamn day before my children mm-hmm. and taking care of that and a business and like all this stuff. And like the last thing I want to do is make another decision for a man. Thus I don't mm-hmm. want to. <laughs> right. And because I don't want to do that. And I, if I'm with a part, well, first I would not be with a partner that would not allow me to be in my feminine like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know feeling like i'm in a safe space that maybe there is something that i want to open up to sexually or i want to experience with my partner having that safe space of knowing that my man has got me no matter what that they're not going to judge me if there's something that i want to experiment with sexually Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and that's also part of the intimacy of mm-hmm. Feeling like you had the safe space. So, like, whenever the men, the man is putting their woman in a safe space, frankly, you said it before, the woman is yet to put it on you. Mm-hmm. You could be having the most fulfilling sexual experience of your entire life with yeah. hitting those different levels of intimacy.
0: Absolutely. and And it begins down at the cognitive level, just having the ability to. To just hear and listen and validate and allow that person to be right. Because they are right what they're sharing with you.
1: (laughs) Right, because they believe they are.
0: Yeah, they they were there. You weren't there. (laughs) You were not there when that happened. And you were not there when... When mom or someone showed, gave them a perspective or showed them how the type of perspective they should have or outlook they should have on life in regards to, you know, something as simple as, as um, sugar on grits or, you know, uh, (laughs) or salt and pepper on grits or salt and pepper on rice or sugar on rice or whatever. And that's their perspective and that's. The connection that they had, and so now you're going to judge somebody because they're putting um, sugar on their grits or sugar on their rice, butter and sugar. Um, It's it's crazy. Um, I know when I was. (laughs) Let me tell you something, Rachel. Let me tell you something. I lived in Japan for 11 years, right? And I'm 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 going to show you something now, right? The next time you have rice. I want you to put some butter and soy sauce on it,
1: okay,
0: oh my gosh it's good it is it is absolutely delicious absolutely delicious
1: Are you make
0: it for me i I can <laughs> <laughs> I can so you just let me know when you want to come over for some rice and I, i'll I make Japanese rice we'll do it okay look it up. So, um, but yeah, so we, we've been here almost an hour and, and we've had an, a great, we had a great conversation. Um, I I definitely, um, if there's something that you can leave our listeners, um, what would that one thing be?
1: The one thing is you are the one thing, regardless of any relationship outside of you You are still the only one in the equation. And when you choose to love yourself and see yourself in the most divine light, then you're untouchable. Then it doesn't matter what your partner does or doesn't do or forgets to do or does a lot of or does too much of. It doesn't matter because you are still the one and the only source of it all.
0: Yes, beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you so much. And we always, always want to give you your flowers. We want to say thank you, Rachel. (laughs)
1: Oh, I love it. You're so fancy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate you and love is always there. Um, I'm looking forward to another conversation with you. Um, this is our show. This is Champ Franklin, your host on Intimate Discoveries, where every episode is one step closer to you experiencing. Watch this, a meaningful relationship. This is Champ Frank, and I am out. I'll call you. <laughs>